When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. Work ethic eliminates fear, you know? So if you put forth the work, you know, what are you fearing? You know you what you're capable of doing, what you're not. You know, if you put your mind to doing whatever you want to do, you know, good things can happen. Because limits, like fears, are often just an illusion. You're listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Here's your host, Jamie Plunkett. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to our podcast today. Um, today, we're going to talk about a few different topics, uh, but we're mainly going to cover customer satisfaction, variety, uh, entertainment again, which I talk about, um, and then some radio ads that uh, constantly annoy me when I hear them and I have to immediately change the station. And what's funny, I'm only in my vehicle for maybe 20 minutes a day. So, <clears throat> um, But um, I suppose we'll start with some of these ads. Um, I'm constantly in my vehicle and I hear these ads come on. Um, and it's, you know, there's, there's a variety of different ones that annoy me. But uh, just because you can tell they're dishonest with what they're saying. Uh, but the ones that have to do with um, my career probably annoy me the most. Um, you know, I guess it's probably usually weight loss programs, um, not so much exercise or gym, which the weight loss programs, they'll talk about exercise, which is always entertaining. entertaining. But uh, So the one I heard yesterday was, you know, I don't even remember the, the, what they were advertising exactly, but it was some sort of diet plan. And the person was like, <clears throat> so we know the diet, we know the exercise, we got to talk about the supplements. And you just need to eat right to lose weight. You don't even need to exercise. Man, I, it, when you brought that up today, you know, I worked in radio for years. And it's, it, this is kind of what I said to you earlier. Not only is it annoying when you hear these spots come on, especially when you know people are just selling you snake oil essentially but if you knew the amount of money they were spending to advertise this and this is you know you've got the i mean it's a giant when you're selling radio if you get that some of these big accounts and i don't really want to name them i guess yeah i probably don't need to yeah probably i'll refrain for usually i have to I name them i have to go back and edit it out <laughs> but, but we're getting getting better about that so i mean they're ones that you all know about and they've got these endorsement deals with jocks where you know, if you're selling, if you're selling radio, these are the accounts you want because they spell, they spend tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, in a year, um, and they'll pay. You know, they'll pay the jock to actually do the. You know, and, and they will do it. And some of the, sometimes, you know, the the jocks will, you know, they'll be like, "Hey, I joined blah blah blah, and I've lost you know twenty three pounds in just over six weeks. My clothes feel, you know, that's the that's the shtick. And and I don't doubt that it works. But what we were talking about before this is it doesn't matter which one of these made and these are all the big the big weight loss places that you all know about. It doesn't matter which one you join. At the end of the day, they're doing the exact same thing that Jamie talks about and that we've talked about on every one of these podcasts, which is getting yourself into some kind of a caloric deficit. Yeah, I mean my issue with it is they're extracting money when they say all the shit you don't need, like the supplements. Yeah. And, you know, my issue, I've always said this for a long time with the, uh, <clears throat> with the, 
the I don't know how you I don't want to name any names, but when they give you certain foods to eat and like prepackaged meals, you know, and you got to eat their meals, right? It doesn't teach any. What happens if that company goes out of business? Like, yeah, you know what we try to do with our clients is we try to teach them how to shop at the grocery store and cook for themselves because hopefully the grocery stores will always be there and they'll always be able to cook their own food. Um, but I mean, if you rely on a single company to provide your pre-made meals. You know, and you have a point system, so now you know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, what happens if you eat something that doesn't tell you how many points are in it? Then you're lost, you know, versus if you can learn, you know, how to eat properly and think for yourself when you go to the grocery store and cook for yourself. I mean, that to me, that's that's empowerment. You're empowering somebody with knowledge, and that's really, that's, that's really, you know, my job. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's insane. And then, I, and before we get into the other stuff, I, I brought up this tweet that I saw I don't know, a couple days ago. One more thing I wanted oh, to yeah, say yeah. with the, the radio ads. I didn't say this earlier when we were talking about it, but, you know, to me it's almost like they're hypnotizing people. Oh. When 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 you spend that kind of money, like, like they're just going to throw as much money as they can, and you're going to hear that message over and over and over throughout the day. And then they're like, it's almost, I don't know if that's the right term, but they're hypnotizing people to to well, join their their service or whatever well, yeah it's kind of crazy and that's how it, when you're selling it i mean that's the thing when you sell radio and for people that aren't in the industry so you know the way it works is it, it's a frequency play which is exactly what you're talking about that means that if you you've got to have enough money in your budget to be able to hit the same audience x amount of times for your message to be heard and to work especially because people are avoiding commercials as much as possible now more than ever but you know if you're in your car and a commercial break comes on and you're actually, you know, sometimes you're you're in a conversation or you're not necessarily paying attention or whatever, but, you know, the way cars are now, if you're actually listening to regular radio and a commercial bank comes on, a lot of times you'll hit the other preset. You'll jump around. That's what most people do. So that's why, so like you said, the hypnotizing thing, it's like the, you're always going for a three frequency. So you have a program where you put together a radio schedule for somebody and it basically says the frequency is... 2.8 or 3.2 or whatever. And that means that people are going to hear your message that many times. And the reason that three is the magic number is because it's the same thing. Like when you hear a song, like the first time you hear a song, you like tap your toe, like, Oh, I kind of like it. The second time you remember it. And the third time you sing along with it. And it's similar. Like the hypnotiz the, the hypnotizing thing isn't so crazy. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, they're not waving a thing in front of your face and making you fall asleep or anything, but they are definitely, that's the science behind what you're what you just said, and that's exactly what everybody. That's what your objective is as a as an advertiser or someone that's selling advertising. So when you you've got to work backwards. I mean, I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds on radio advertising, but you essentially say, okay, you've got five thousand dollars a month to spend. Well, we can. How do we most effectively spend that so that so many? If we can have people in morning drive and afternoon drive hearing that message three times then your message is getting across. And so yeah. that's that's how it works. But that's exactly what they're doing. And and yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's top of mind awareness. It, it, what percentage of people are unhappy with their bodies? <laughs> Almost everyone. Yeah. And the thing that radio, what radio has, and you can sit there and argue its relevance all you want, but the reality of it is it's a very intimate medium. So people that listen to people on the radio – they feel like they know them. They feel like they trust them. You know, the jocks, whether it's a, a, a sports talk host, a, a political talk host, a, somebody that's spinning, you know, doing a morning show in Kansas City between country music or pop music or whatever, 
you feel like you know those people and that's what they're that's what they're banking on is you you get that you trust them yep. you got to lose weight work for them it's going to work for you and i don't have i don't fault anybody in the industry for doing that it's their job you know but it's also it, it it's it's putting something it's it's taking advantage of of people that don't know any better you know, but you could say that about a million different things in a million different industries. It, hit home, it hits home with you and this because you're sitting there. You're like, no, no, no. Save your money. Just, you know, invest a little more time in acquiring the knowledge and doing things the right way versus going to a strip mall and having a sponsor like you're a member of AA or whatever and, and weighing in once a, once a week. You know, you, you can do that if, if you need to, but you don't have to. Well, you're, you're chasing the wrong things whenever, you know, because, you know, the, the message I briefly heard yesterday, what I picked up from that was <clears throat> you need to get your supplements right, which, so then that's going to lead people off, you know, chasing this supplement thing. And number one, it's not the answer. And number two, you're going to waste a bunch of time. And then when you don't see the results that you want to see, you've wasted all this time and, and you're confused because you thought supplements were the answer. Right, right. You know, when I take some supplements, I take uh, vitamin D, um, I take some salt for performance and hydration, uh, I take dextrose for recovery, uh, I take a caffeine pill post-workout for uh, for nutrient absorption, um, which we can get into that, you know, more detail, but it's not real important for most people. Um, but those are the only supplements I take. And well, and again, Jamie, too, you're, you know, these these ads that are on the radio are not geared towards you. Yeah, they're not geared towards somebody that. that and, and I'm not, but like if you saw Jamie, I, what's your body percentage? What's your what's your your, your body? Uh, fat last percentage? I checked, it was about twelve. Okay, and what's the average person's? Um. I mean, it kind of depends on age and everything, but and gender. But average male my age is probably twenty or so. I don't know. Okay, so I mean, that, that, so for the thing of it is, when you when you get into supplements, and it, it, it's not like, and, and you're not saying that there's no place for supplements, but what you are saying is it's not a mass consumption tool. It's not the first. Well, it's not thing that you do. important. Yeah, especially with somebody, you know. And by no means am I comparing myself to a sports car, but um, one of the best analogies i guess i've ever heard is you know when somebody's brand new they're like a honda civic right like you can right. you can make small adjustments and get huge improvements right and the more uh season somebody gets and the more experience somebody gets you know the the more maintenance work there's required to even keep that level right um and the more is required to cause improvements you know a perfect example of that is if if you take a sprinter that's 12 years old right. versus Usain Bolt. Right. You know, Usain right. Bolt is, is peaked, and you probably can't make the guy any faster. Yeah. A 12-year-old that just started sprinting, you can probably teach him how to sprint properly and teach him some other things, do some training with him, and he's going to make huge improvements. Yeah, well, it's and it's also like like a golf analogy is if somebody's out there playing golf and they're struggling to break 100, I, I could teach somebody how to get from 100 to, to 90, maybe even 85 but once you get down to like you start getting down to those single digit handicaps then you've got real you're really fine tuning things like yeah. it's a lot easier to to take those first and it's the same thing if you've got if you're 200 pounds overweight it's a lot easier to knock off those first i don't know 50 pounds well i mean it, like that golf analogy it'd be like telling somebody who who 
golf's a hundred or whatever you just said. I don't know golf that well. Right, right, right. And tell them they need a five thousand dollar set of clubs. Yeah, right, like, right, right, right. It's just not. It's not what you need. No, you need to go to the driving range. You need yeah. lessons. You need a couple of lessons. You got to get the basics you need the down, basics. Yeah. and then you need to like rinse and repeat, get that muscle memory up. And it's, you know, that's I. I think that's the thing. But that's where. You know, and that's what you've heard, you've heard people rail against advertising and stuff for years because you're you're creating a need where there is none, and that's that's there's a lot of businesses that are built on that. Unfortunately, well, I mean, if if you're the typical person that is overweight and you want to get in shape, maybe you're not even overweight, but you want to change your body composition, you want to look better in your clothes, you're getting. 15 different messages a day somebody's telling you you need to you need to do the keto diet oh somebody's telling you yeah. you need to you need these supplements <clears throat> somebody's telling you you need to do crossfit you need to do that like no you just stop eating like shit yeah. like it's it's not and and that's the thing is like if you're you know it, it'd be like It'd be the same way if I was interested in golf. I just told you I don't right. know anything about it. Right, right, right. If I was getting bombarded with it, yeah. which th- that's the thing is, is I don't think golf's emotional. Maybe it is. Oh, it's, but your yeah. body image is is emotional. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, and for sure. they take advantage of it and they bombard you with this stuff. I was actually going to look this up the other day and look up. I think the the diet and weight loss industry is. Oh, it's is like billions of dollars a year. It's massive. It's massive. Yeah. You know and. Uh, <clears throat> So, I mean, that's my thing is you're getting, you know, 15 different messages. And most of the time, I mean, you just got to question, what's this person's motive? Are they really trying to help me? Are they trying to sell me something? And I mean, and I sell stuff, you know, but what we try to do with our clients, we try to educate them. And I've always taken that from, you know, I grew up in a small town. My parents are very frugal. um, And I mean, that's really why I started group in the first place is because, I wanted to offer a, a personal training service just like I do with my one-on-one clients that I can offer at a reasonable price for the average person. Right. You know, you can work out in our groups. I think it's like 10 bucks a session or something like that, which is a lot better than, you know, 80 or or $100 for a personal training session. Right. But uh, I guess, you know, back to what I was saying is it's got to be confusing when you're you're getting – you know, it's like looking at a map and there's 15 different people there and they're all pointing down a different road and you have no idea which road to go down. Right. You know, right. and then you take a road, take take the supplement road, and it doesn't get you where you want to go. And then you've, you've wasted all this time. And again, now you got 14 people you're looking at. And like, well, which one do I pick now? Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, they're confusing. They're they're confusing things when they don't need to. And that was, <clears throat> that that really ties in with that tweet that I saw. And it yeah. drove me nuts, dude. This guy, and I don't know this guy. He's a writer for some newspaper whatever and he he tweets out i feel like the diet advice that it's all about eating fewer calories than you burn is about as helpful as the financial advice that it's all about spending less money than you make and i had to ask you was is he is he saying that's a bad is that bad advice he he is and that's what of course i reply to it but i'm like it's both it's that simple both of those things when it comes to you know, building wealth, you live within your means yeah. and and you figure out, okay, I make X, I spend X, I save X. And over time that it, and invest it's, it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's the exact same thing. And it's like, and, and that's why I, 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 of course I reply to the guy. I'm like, well, if somebody tells you something different, it's exactly what you said. They're trying to sell you something because they're telling you they're complicating things. You know, it's like those middle managers that have to justify their job. So they're saying, oh, no, I'm doing all this. But yeah, but it's not necessary. It's redundant. It's mm-hmm. it's all. And that's what so much of that industry is. But it's so because exactly what you said, it's so emotional. 
and people are more vain now than ever. I mean, I, of course, that's just me saying that, but it seems like with you know with social media and with everybody posting photos all the time like people were more interested and more vain quite frankly and more worried about looking good and feeling good and all that stuff than they ever have been and so they're 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 stressed they're they're stretched thin on time and they're always looking for that shortcut when the reality of it is there just isn't one there's not a quick fix you got to do the work and you got to do the right things yeah um you know what's funny is i often compare weight loss to saving, like budgeting your, your money. Yeah. Uh, I think I probably said that on here before with, you know, I've said, I think I've said it. I've said to clients all the time, you know, doing, doing cardio, in my opinion, for the most part, if we talk about the, the, the person that's real green and they're just starting to work out, Having them spend their time doing cardio versus if you give them, you know, three to five days of weight training. It's just physical activity. You need The body needs to do work. Um, and weight training work is the same as cardiovascular work, you know, from a, you know, I know it's different, you know, physiologically. But um, the body needs to work. And generally when people are overweight and they're just starting, they just need to eat better. And, that you know, you'll lose fat. It's just, it's just biology. But uh, <clears throat> I say all the time telling somebody to go get... Uh, go do cardio would be similar to telling somebody who has a gambling problem that they need to go get a second job at McDonald's right. making minimum wage versus saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't go to the casino. Right, right, right. You know, right. Um, you've got the extra money, but you're you're wasting it on the casino or whatever whatever poor spending habit the person has. You know, and to me, that'd be the same as, I guess, my comparison I said to that now that I think about it is you got somebody who's eating pizza, Yeah. you know, which... You know, they're eating pizza, and it's like, no, you just need to do cardio. Well, why don't you just cut out the pizza? Yeah. Or whatever it is. And, I mean, I love pizza, but. Yeah, who doesn't? You know, there's a lot of calories in it. So, I mean, yeah. any of that kind of, you're eating fast food, whatever it may be, soda. You know, it'd be it'd be not addressing the root cause and telling them they need to do something else, and you're just adding adding stress to their life. Yeah, when it's, when all you have to do is subtract a few other things, yeah. and you're, you get back to the same place. Yeah, um, that's, that's another thing I say to people all the time is, a lot of times it's not um what's what is it it's not what we aren't doing it's what we are doing you know so a lot of t- well i need to do cardio i'm not doing cardio that's the problem no the problem is is you're eating too much yeah. you know yeah. um so you aren't eating healthy is a problem and that you need to do cardio um but anyway so we'll kind of get on some of the other stuff yeah, that yeah, i for sure. mentioned here <clears throat> um so I wrote this a while ago, and we've we've held on to it for a while. But uh, um, it's basically covering customer satisfaction, and then we tie variety into that because again, people are trying to entertain clients and keep them uh, keep things fresh, so there so there's variety, so they don't get bored. Um, so the title of, of what I wrote was customer satisfaction, variety, entertainment, and um, so the first thing uh, I wanted to mention, I want to tell a story. When I worked at the big box gym down the street, every week, so there's about 30 trainers, and there was, you know, there were supposed to be four assistant managers and one manager. Um, so at the time, we had two assistant managers. And I remember, you know, every week we'd sit down and have about an hour meeting. We'd go over numbers and, you know, whatever else. And then we, we were, at the time, we were the assistant managers and maybe the manager too would give us a tip or something like that to do our jobs better 
<clears throat> so I remember one week we're sitting in there and the assistant manager tells us to stop writing down our clients' workouts. And I remember I'm sitting there in the audience, you know, there's about 30 of us sitting there in chairs and they're up front, you know, telling us this. I remember I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm looking around at the other trainers in the room like, is it, does anybody else notice how ridiculous that is? Uh, and I mean, everybody was just eating it up and I, I almost raised my hand and said something. I was like, ah, just let it go. But they told us to stop writing our clients' workouts down so then we mix things up. So the clients stay entertained. So there's variety. Well, I mean, did you guys, since you had that group of like roughly 30 people, I mean, did you have like another couple that you were on the same wavelength with where people were like, this is absolutely insane? Or or was it like, or did you, I mean, did you ever go that route? Did you ever like, did people ever kind of, I mean, it seems like out of 30, at least a few of you guys had to like, you know, get together afterwards. Like, man, this is, I can't believe we're, we're peddling this. Yeah, I mean, a few of us, but I mean, everybody kind of has their own style. Sure, sure. I'm just real basic. You know, I think you got to do the, the basics. You got to squat, you got to deadlift, you got to bench, you know, and I use those to, because I mean, the thing is, is so say you make somebody squat, it's all, it's biology. If you make somebody, if you have somebody do something they haven't been doing, the body's going to adapt to it. Right. So the adaptation to squatting is you're going to build muscle. Um, and I'm going to do compound stuff. Like I mentioned, squatting, pressing, rowing, lunging, deadlifting, because I can affect the most amount of muscle in the shortest amount of time. Right. So I could spend 10 minutes with somebody doing bicep curls and I'm going to affect the biceps, which are, they're a major muscle group, but it's one of the smaller ones. Or I can do squats with somebody for 10 minutes and, you know, I'm going to heavily affect the glutes, which are the biggest muscle group in the body, the quads another large muscle group, the hamstrings, all the muscles in the torso, the lats. I mean, even the calves are somewhat involved. So I'm basically going to affect every muscle in the body almost with squats in that 10 minutes. So I'm I'm being a lot more efficient with my time. Yeah. And and I call the they're compound movements. So they're they're crossing multiple joints. So the right. squat for example, you know, it's a it's a hip movement. The knees are also moving, so you're you're hitting a lot of muscles. Whereas, like the bicep curl I mentioned, it's just the elbow joint. <clears throat> so compound movements, you know, squat, hips and knees, deadlift, hips and knees, uh, a press is going to be shoulders and elbows. Um, you know, those joints you're crossing, so you're hitting a lot of muscles and getting the most out of your time spent. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of you know how. I target things with people, and I just try to keep it. There's no need in getting complicated with stuff because, again, I'm trying to teach my clients how to do this on their own because, you know, I mean, again, just the way I grew up, like, I don't think any, I don't think a client's going to keep me for 30 years. Yeah. You know, um, so I feel like if a client leaves in six months or a year or even a month, I need to teach him something because I'm going to feel bad, number one, if I don't. So it's a right. personal thing. Uh but I mean, the the just it, common sense business would tell you, which it's not common, I guess. But and I used to do this when I was at this gym. If I would sit down with somebody, I would try to teach them every single thing I know. I would give them my contact and tell them to contact me if they need anything, even if they didn't pay me any money, because I knew if that person changed their mind in six months, they're going to call me because right. nobody else, you know, treated them the way I treated them. Yeah, nobody saw them straight. 
Or if six months down the road, their neighbor says, hey, I'm looking for a trainer, they're going to say, hey, go talk to Jamie. This guy spent six hours with me, and I didn't pay him a dime. Right. Um, but, you know, that's that's kind of always been my approach. So, it, you know, I haven't necessarily – you know, the thing is in personal training is is everybody's – you know, they get these fads, and, and they try to go down – you know, do this stuff, this newest and the greatest stuff, and I've just never bought into it. Um, you know, I want the basic, and I get. I think some of that is, is I was overweight when I was younger, and I think a lot of trainers weren't. So I don't want all the bullshit, you know, yeah. I, and that's that's kind of how I approach my clients. And, you know, maybe I'm not for everybody, but um, that's kind of my approach. But anyway, getting back to what we were saying, um, you know, I just couldn't believe they said don't write down your what you're doing because – you have to write down, I mean, it's like anything. You have to write down what you've done so you know what to do next. Right, right. So if I don't write down my client's workout this week, I'm just guessing next week when I see them. Yeah. And, I mean, the other thing is I've always approached training clients like they could fire me at any moment. Right, right. So if a client comes in and I'm like, well, uh, let's do uh, 30, yeah, 30, 30 pounds. Yeah. Well, what did I do last week, Jamie? Um, I I didn't write it down. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they should fire me. Right. Um, you know, and I mean, you got to write down notes. They had trouble opening their knees or, or whatever it is. Like, you got to write down notes on what they're doing. So the suggestion of not writing down clients' workouts, I just, I could not believe that. And I mean, that's, I imagine a lot of industries are that way, but that's the point we've gotten to, to where you are sacrificing the quality of your work to try and entertain people. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that works in today's world, but I mean, the way I grew up, like, it's results-based. Yeah, I think, and I think that works short term and i think that's what there's too many you know a, a lot in these 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 big box gyms are the same way you know it's all about meeting this month's number and i think so many people are focused on short-term stuff and i think that's what that lends you know all the the new fads and this that and the other thing get people in here if you keep them for six months great where it's like that's but that's not it's not going to help you over the long run it just isn't well and i think they also do that they target that because they know that's how most people think and feel. Sure. You know, on an emotional level. And I'm sure there's a much more sophisticated way to say this, um, and there's probably a term for it. But my thing is, is I don't care right. about somebody's... I mean, I care about people, and I care about, you know... But I don't care about your feelings when it comes to the entertainment of it. I mean, because... That's great if you feel good, but I'm stealing your money. Right. You know, and that's wrong. Um, so I think that's, I think they target that and intentionally do that because they know people are emotional and they just, they have settled to just sell them on their emotions and not get them long term results. And I don't know, that's something I've always had an issue with. And I've had many people over the years tell me what I do is boring and whatever else. And I mean, you know, I have fun working out, and, you know, once you start seeing progress, that's the fun. That's the entertainment. Sure, sure. You know, um, you know I've said it before. It'd be like, you know, people want variety and everything. Do you use a different toothpaste every morning because you right. want variety? Do you take a different route to work? Do you, 
you have six different cars, all different colors, so you can be entertained every morning when you drive to work. It's just working out's like anything else. It's part of your day. You have to be disciplined. You can't the the motivation and entertainment is is very short lived. That's why people jump from gym to gym. Yeah, you know. But um. <clears throat> So I'll go over some of the other things I wrote down here. Yeah. Um, but And I've probably already mentioned some of this, but I'm just going to mention it so I don't leave it out. Um, customer satisfaction to me, uh, again, your number one job is to get your client results. Um, changing workouts to satisfy your clients against what you know best for that person is wrong. Uh, it'd be no different than a builder using the wrong materials to build your house against what he knows is best just to keep you happy. Yeah, you know, I say that I joke around all the time with people. I'm like, it'd be like me taking my truck in to get the oil changed. Be like, hey, fellas, I'm kind of bored with the wrenches. Let's just use screwdrivers today. Yeah. A little variety. <laughs> They'd look at me like I was crazy. You know, right. Um, right. <laughs> you know, and this really goes for anybody. But the reason you're considered a professional, um, first and foremost, your job is to have their interest as your number one priority. Anything less is is dishonest. You know, and I get it if somebody comes in and they're like, hey, I understand the science and all this, but I want variety. You know, I want to be entertained, and I understand that's going to negatively affect my results. You know, if that's the case, then so be it. I personally wouldn't want to be involved yeah. in that. Um, but that's not. I mean, people, are, they're coming in. They want they they want results. They're coming here to. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of people that I've seen dealt with over the years that the variety is more important. They're more interested um, in checking a box. Like just saying, I'm, I'm working out, I'm going to the gym, I'm doing this, you know what I mean? As opposed to actually, um, yeah, that might be it. Making a dent. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I, that's, that's, I mean, my thing is I don't want to spend time on anything that's not getting me results. Yeah. That's just the way I am. Yeah. I'm the same way. Um, so variety. So, you know, a popular phrase in the fitness world, and it's been, Right, the last 15 years is muscle confusion, which they have. I feel like we talked about this before. Yeah, I think because I remember back, I, I remember hearing it when Beachbody was huge, like way, 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 way back, like when Insanity okay. and all that was like they were doing those, uh, the infomercials, before, like uh -huh. pre internet. And that was the first time I really heard it. it was like, oh, and it was P90X when they were advertising that stuff nonstop. And that was their, that was their huge thing was, was muscle confusion. That was like, I feel like that's what they built that whole monster on was on the because that's the first time it really like i was like muscle confusion and it, 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 it to the lay person you know it sounds like it's technology right well and i mean this is a shit that they tried to sell us as trainers yeah you know when i was in new york at the big box gym i was there and the one i was here you know they're trying to sell you you know this is what people want yeah so let's give it to them yeah and uh as like i said earlier it doesn't matter what somebody wants if it's dishonest you shouldn't do it but uh you know, and I mean, muscle muscle confusion is is somewhat true, but they've manipulated it to to take money from the customers and turn it into this huge lie. Um, so the thing is with muscle confusion is, you know, it's there's a term called progressive overload, um, and the other term is adaptation, and it's kind of what I mentioned earlier. You're going to apply a stimulus to the body, and you're going to get a result. So, you know, you when you lift weights, you break down the body. Um, or even even if you do cardio, it's it's different. You're not necessarily breaking down the body, but you're applying a stimulus to the body. Um, and then the body's going to adapt to that stimulus and become better at that activity. So, 
you can't continue to do the same thing over and over and over again. So if you come in and say you do a squat with a 25-pound dumbbell, you need a bigger dumbbell next week or you need to do more reps or shorter. There needs to be something different that makes it more difficult. Shorter rest periods, whatever it may be, because your body has already adapted to that stimulus. So you need to continue to make it adapt. Um, so that's the confusion. The confusion can be, and muscle confusion is such a ridiculous term, uh, it can be as simple as two more reps or five more pounds. You need to, the variety does not need to be, all right, last week we did squats, this week we're going to do, you know, squats on a BOSU ball, right. which is a whole other topic. <laughs> those The air should be let out of all of those. Um, but... <laughs> Dude, I, I want to shoot a uh, uh, spoof video where I stab one of those with a knife, by the yeah. way. Do you remember, did you ever watch The Office? Uh, a little bit. Do you remember when, when uh, Dwight had that, he had one of those. Um, those it was a stability ball? Yeah. And, when you sit on. And he's sitting there, he's like squeeching. He's like, yeah, it's the newest thing, blah, blah, blah. And Jim's like, how much does that cost? Like 20 bucks. He's like, okay. Comes over with a pair of scissors and just hits it and flattens all the way out. That's exactly what that made me think of. But we, we should we should do that. We'll make a note. We'll do that. We'll do a video. We'll I have go to buy, buy a those. used one. Those things are expensive. I don't <laughs> want to buy one just to ruin it. Do it for the gram, Jamie. <laughs> do it for the gram. But, uh. Anyway, so muscle confusion is true. Again, that term is ridiculous. Uh, it's just progressive a- overload or adaptation. You know, you basically need to change the stimulus so your body continues to adapt, which is a thing a lot of people struggle with because they continue to do the same stuff over and over again, which is why you need a professional, somebody to teach you, you know, these things. Um, so you continue to make improvements. Um, you know, and I think... You know, I'm kind of looking at what I wrote here. I think those are the main things I talk about here. Um, let's see. I want you to tell the story about the guy, the the trainer that you knew. Yeah, I think I covered most of that there. So, yeah, this story, I had a guy I worked with. Um, he once told me, and you know, you know, what's funny is I look back on a lot of things that I that I think about or whatever happened, and I, and I look, I think back on, it, I'm like, man, I was pretty young and naive at the time, because I remember when he told me this, I just kind of looked at him funny and was like, oh yeah, whatever. And I, and I mean, it took a while for it to register and be like, man, that's pretty messed up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this trainer tells me, and I mean, he used to have his clients, like he would have them doing a plank on the floor, and like a tricep kickback in a cable machine with a rope. Yeah, if you can even picture that. You're right. on your floor and you're you're on the floor on your hands and your feet and then you are attached to a cable machine with a rope and you're doing a tricep kickback. Um I remember seeing him doing that and be like, what is he doing? <laughs> but uh um, I just love to walk into this place and see, somebody, <laughs> see Alex having somebody pulling one of those moves. I, I don't know I don't know what I would do if I walked in and saw that here. So he tells me one day, he's like, yeah, I give my clients, uh, you know, confusing and difficult stuff so they can't train on their own. So they always depend on me. That's. And I thought, I'm like, I remember at the time I just kind of was like, oh, okay, whatever, you know. And I mean, I, I think about, I think back on that, I'm like, that is so messed up. It is so, how how old were you? Like, like. Was well, that, that was like a 25 like, year old Jamie? Was this like a 28 year old Jamie? How old was like? I'm just I can't. You're so outspoken that like today, today because Jamie, whatever, 37, 36 year old Jamie would 
absolutely just the look first of all the look you would give somebody that said that would probably knock them on the ground but secondly the <laughs> verbal beating <laughs> that you would give somebody i mean i can only imagine it well i will say even to this day a lot of times i keep my mouth shut because you're just not going to get it well yeah that's that's you know? true that um, and, and it's a different it is hindsight yeah, I mean, is if, crazy like if that. if it involved if it was one of my trainers yeah i would well yeah and i wouldn't I would just set them straight. Be like, "Hey, that's messed up." Right, right, right. You know, you got to teach people. Um, but so at the time, I was probably that would have been like 2008 or 2009. So I would have been 26 or 27. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think I remember where we were standing when he told me that. But um, it, um, it is crazy what, like, what some age and perspective gives you. Because it's, again, it's not about being an asshole and like yelling at somebody and trying to embarrass them, but. The things that people said to me too, you know, the yeah. same type of thing where I was just like, oh yeah, whatever. Now I'm like, you know, that's just not that you, it, it is, I, I don't know if it's just an age thing or what, but when you get a little perspective and, and you, you, you stop letting people just, I mean, that is, that is such a, if it's, it's bad. I guess what's crazy about somebody actually verbalizing that to you is like, it's bad enough that you're doing it. But the fact that you're actually... You're confident enough to say it. To say it out loud. It's like, it's it's beyond words. Just the, the idiocy. And it's just, it's so brazen. Yeah. It's like, it's like if you're going to steal from somebody, that's bad. But then if you're going to like brag about it, that's yeah. it's like, dude, you were, it was bad enough that you were, that you're stealing from somebody. But now you're going to sit there and act like it's not cool. <laughs> like it's, you think it's cool. Well, it's not cool. I don't think they view it as as wrong well uh yeah that you know what's funny is these people are like snake oil salesmen oh and you know i'm sure there i'm sure there's people like this in every industry but it's like they you're never going to get ahead with that you like if you're always just trying to pull one over on somebody like you're you're not building relationships i mean I hope that person never figures it out. Yeah. Because they'll never spend another dollar with you again in their life. Speaking of that, I had a friend in town in Kansas City got hit with this Facebook ad. And I can't remember. I'm not going to say the name of the place. Um, but it's like a, it's almost like a pop-up store. Mm-hmm. And it was like $0 for 90 days or whatever. And if you don't get any results or whatever. So they go in, they meet. And it's like, a you know, it's like we're having a meeting on Thursday at 5 o'clock or whatever. So there's like... 20 people show up at this thing and it's basically like a, a cattle call where it's like, Oh yeah, it's, it's $0, but you have to pay $400 up front. And then 90 days later, if you're this not is a weight loss thing. Yeah. Well, it's a gym. It's a gym. It's I, a gym. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And I'm sure you do, but I was sitting there and I'm like, first of all, the, uh, the, ad, I don't know how they get away with running the ads they run on Facebook because it's really, Facebook's really strict about like the before and after pictures. Yeah. And that's what their whole campaign is. And that's yep. so they're showing these like incredible results in 60 days or whatever. And, and so I don't know how they're even doing it, but I do know that this friend of mine went and, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, they, they almost did it. Like, I think I'm going to go home and think, Oh, you can't think about it. You got to sign. It's, it's like, it's like a used car salesman. Like yep. you got to sign right now or yep. the deal's off the table. Yep. And it's, and I'm like, well, if you're paying, Four hundred dollars up front for and it was something. I think that's about right. Oh, three. I can tell you the details. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they 
pay him four or five hundred dollars up front. I thought it was five hundred. Okay, yeah, may, maybe it is. I can't remember the exact specifics of it. And they set some weight loss goal for you. And if you don't, if you meet the weight loss goal, you get your money back. If you don't meet the weight loss goal, they keep it. Is that okay? That's the story. Oh God. Uh, what's funny is that's a franchise. Yeah. Of a guy that I had as a business coach years ago. Because he's from KC too, right? Or no, the business. No, the, the the franchise owner is not the person that bought that franchise that's here in town. Okay. Okay. Yes, he's here. Yeah, he's here in town. The guy that started the franchise is out of California. Okay. Um, and there's quite a few of those guys that are snake oil salesmen in California. I call them the California crew. Yeah. Um, and when you're new to business, you know, you're looking for, you know, and, and you know, they show you pictures of Lamborghinis and all this yeah, shit, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, they yeah, sell yeah. you on that. You know, this guy, um, yeah, I won't say any details, but, um, you know, they, they, you're brand new to the, I started my business when I was 27. So you're brand new to the, to being a business owner and everything, and you're trying to look for advice and figure things out. And and there were some good things I got from this guy, like to do EFT and all this other stuff. And But, you know, at the end of the day, I stopped using him as a coach because our uh, morals and ethics just didn't line up. Right, you know, right. he, You know, this, uh, this franchise that he sells or whatever you want to call it is is – it's a boot camp, so it's it's basically just, you know, burpees and running, and you know, there's there's no structure to it, and and boot camps, you know, you, you it's just it's like a PE class. Yeah, you know, there's no, I guarantee you they're not writing anything down. Right. There's no structure, so you can't measure progress, um, and it's just it's not a good long term solution to somebody's physical activity unless they're going to do boot camp the rest of their life. And the thing is, is people can't do those things when they're 50, 60, 70 years old. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's a big thing that, that we try to do with our clients is I try to give people stuff they can do with them when they're 80. And I've got, I got a couple 80 year old clients. I got quite a few clients that are 70. You got a couple gems um, that I yeah. love here. Yeah. yeah they're, I mean, so fun. they're They're great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what the story is on that. You pay them money. Oh. And then if you don't, meet the goal that they set for you i was dis- they keep your money and the thing of it is i was disgusted when i found out they were going before and then i'm just thrilled that they didn't buy into it because i'm like and again anytime somebody's trying to get you to sign when you're not comfortable like and yeah. i don't care what you're yep. what it is like dude just i'm not i'm not doing it well like, that was another thing they were real salesy these oh, these coaches out it, there in california and like closing and all this stuff and i'm like man i don't i'm not I'm not. I know people don't like. That. I'm not a salesman. Yeah, man. I'm. I somebody sits down with me and they want to lose weight. I tell them, I tell them what I recommend, and then you know, take it or leave it. I'm. I'm the same. I. It's interesting because I don't. I, I. We think a lot the same way about that stuff. Like, look, I. I know I'm good at what I do. I'll show you what you know what I mean. But I'm not going to come and I'm not going to hard sell people. I yeah. just feel like if you have to hard sell somebody on something, it's. There's a reason you have to hard. They probably sell don't it. need it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, whatever. But yeah. Well, I think that's everything we have for today. But uh, I didn't know you were going to bring up that thing on the the uh, the five hundred dollars. That's interesting. Yeah, but, I didn't. Uh, it was. It's something that happened. I've been. I've. I just. I've thought about it because it happened a few months ago. 
mm-hmm. and it's you know close to my house so a little farther north than you but i was just i i hate seeing people get taken regardless of the industry yeah when people get taken to the cleaners and especially like you said it's an emotional play this is a female and it's like Oh man, you're just the you're, you're and you give the whole industry a bad name. That's the other thing. It's like you're just you're douchifying <laughs> an entire industry worth of people. And yeah. it's it, it for me again, I don't like to see it doesn't matter what the industry is, but especially since we've been doing this and I'm more aware of this industry, um things like that just you know, they they raise red flags with me immediately, you know. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that stuff because it makes it harder for me to do my job. Oh, for sure. You know, people come in and they've been scammed by somebody else, so they think I'm going to do the same, or, or you know, they're confused on that that that's what they should be doing, you know. And it's like I'm over here trying to tell you the proper way to do it, and I could be making more money if I was if I had a bunch of spin bikes and and had people doing burpees and all this other crap, but I choose right. not to because it's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all we got for today, though. So thanks for listening in. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Also, don't forget to, if you do like this podcast, and of course you do, how could you not? (laughs) Make sure you rate, comment, and subscribe, and tell your friends about it, too. Spread the word. Thanks, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Please share with your friends. Subscribe, rate, and review. For more info, visit our website, plunkettfitness.com.